When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Hale Varsity Radio, the voice of Husker Nation. Insight, opinion, expertise, with the biggest and best names talking Nebraska across the state. Join the show on Twitter at Hale Varsity and at Schmitz underscore radio. Call in at 402-466-ESPN or 1-800-825-5865. Here's Chris Schmitz. Back with you, Tail Varsity Radio, presented by Currency. For all your equipment financing needs, go Currency. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal. We're working on Coach McBride. Numbers to get in here 466 3776. 466 3776. 800 825. 5865. Can email the show, Chris at HaleVarsity.com, and uh, can send your comments. Via the stream, uh, can catch the show, obviously, across the state on the Hale Varsity Radio Network, but also the show streams live video. If you can stand our appearances, anywho, uh, Facebook and Twitter for ESPN Lincoln, the Hale Varsity YouTube channel, Hale Varsity Radio Twitter as well, at HVarsity Radio. Let's bring in Mr. Blackshirt, another Monday with Charlie. Coach McBride joins us. Coach, it's uh, it's football weather here with some of the Arctic temps. How are you doing? Oh, the weather's beautiful here. We have our different shades of uh, darkness. <laughs> we have gray or light gray some, but <laughs> that's what the, that's what you have in Michigan. You don't have sun. You have you have different kinds of shades of darkness during the day. <laughs> Well, uh, keep the lights on and get the fire built, I guess is what I'm going to tell you. It's going. Good for you. You're staying warm. We'll get to some Nebraska football as winter conditioning going is going on. You have the uh, Wednesday is the second signing day, so there's probably a handful more guys Nebraska <laughs> will, will get, and then they'll figure out the roster. They're well over 100 scholarships now. But what what do you think of, of Kansas City and Cincinnati last night? Let's start where we left off <laughs> yesterday. And uh, how hard is it to stay composed as a coach when officiating goes sideways? Well, you know, it, it, uh, one thing is, is that it, you have to kind of adjust yourself and listen, because the guys in the press box usually can see exactly a little better. Mm-hmm. Plus, they have some access to television, not in the booth, but other than that. And somebody will come in and say something, but I, I don't know how that. But on the sideline, it's pretty hard to, to to judge, you know, how far the guy is out of bounds when they're when they're on your sideline. Now you're standing right there. And so everything that happens on your side, if, if it, those kind of calls, um, you know, whether it's, you know, out of bounds or whether it's a, a guy stepped out and came in and ca- caught the ball or if a guy got pushed out too late or that kind of stuff, 
is, you know, usually you're standing right there and sometimes closer than the official. And, uh, but, you know, it's, you're dependent on a lot of the guys in the press box because I know those guys are listening on the phone to, you know, they'll throw the red flag mm-hmm. out. And it's only if the guy upstairs said, and I think they even have more access to TV and cameras than we, than, you know, than we would on the sideline now. I don't know how exactly, but that's kind of the way I look at it. It's, it's, it, it, one thing is, is there's always been a, 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 an old, an old saying, don't talk to the officials. <laughs> um, I was at a game one time when I was younger and, I, I said to the official on the sideline, I said, uh, I, I, they made a call and it was, we thought it was bad. But again, we didn't know for sure, I guess. And I just said, I told the guy, I said, I knew we were going to get screwed when we came down here anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the guy says, you open your mouth one more time and I'm going to put a flag on you. So the ball's kicked off. And I know I don't know what I said, but I didn't say anything that was smart or wise. Or mm-hmm. I said something, and the guy dropped the flag right in front of me. And the kid's getting the ball. I thought, oh my God, he's going to go all the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that solved a part of my problem about even talking to those guys on the sideline. I got I got some guys over when the when we played Minnesota. And I had been in the Big Ten. I knew the officials. So I uh, I called. There, Mumford came off the side, and he said, they're holding the heck out of me. So I called him over to the sideline, and I knew the one, one of them that came over I grew up with. So I, he came over, <laughs> and I said, what are you doing? He said, well, I didn't even bring a flag with me. You know, he said to me, <laughs> I said, well, what kind of beer do you guys drink? (laughs) (laughs) And so, you know, they just started laughing and walked away. But, you know, so, you know, sometimes it's it's not worth it. I mean, it it, it isn't really because you aren't going to change anything. Uh, They they have a change now uh, with the red flag. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, and a lot of times, of course, if you're looking with the you know, if kid gets hit in the head now, and then they change it to the shoulders, and now it's somewhere else. And, you know, it's not even what the rule's written. He has to launch himself, and half of them don't launch themselves. You know, there's so many words in the rules, I think, that a lot of times they need to go through that thing with all the officials and with some of the coaches and go just go through the whole thing and, and find the ones that are causing the most problems. Mm-hmm. Because you know, you know darn well, pass interference with the guys are being taught to get a, get the guys inside arm and hold it down. Yeah, you know, and they and all that kind of stuff is starting to appear more and more and more, and it's getting hard for the officials to you know to really get something done there. Charlie McBride's with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. And Charlie, we heard at the end of last hour from Zach Taylor post-game press conference, and he was classy as usual in his post-game press conference, didn't have much of anything bad to say about the referees. Now, I want to get your take. How difficult is that to go stand up in front of the media after a game where you may feel a little bit hard-pressed and, and you can't complain like you really no, might no. want to? You can't. Well, you can't. In, you can't. In the, I don't think in the, Anymore, I think it's more even it's more stringent now than it was when I was coaching, 
you know, there's there's there were times when we had. Uh, if I remember, there were a couple coaches in the league that got ten thousand dollar fines. I think they start now at twenty five thousand. Mm. You know, I mean, uh, they got some some rules. That you gotta you really have to keep your mouth shut. Um, I had. I had turned in some film that I saw that showed the penalties and everything, and I sent the film in to the head of officials and asked him. I I said, I I I, I just want, I don't want to complain. I just want your comment because it was not a team in our conference. We were playing an out of conference team, and I never got an answer back. Period. So. Um, uh, the next thing is, is I asked the head of officials in the in the conference, uh, you know, what 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 do you call holding? He he said, I heard that you told some of the your officials that unless they throw them on the ground, don't call it. <laughs> well, that's I mean that's what he told them, and 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 um, you know he kind of locked up on that, and I think he you know he he realized he should never have done that. Then I found out that he's working with the NFL officials too. So what he's doing is interpreting the NFL rules with the college rules, and that that I you know that ended it. I think over the as the year ended, uh, there was enough talk about it. I don't think that you know that kind of person they had. He knew what he was doing, but he just was you know he was going by the NFL rules. Charlie McBride's with us, Hale Varsity Radio, on Monday with Charlie. Coach, going to talk some Nebraska football, and what what are your expectations? What do you think Coach Rule is walking into here, talent-wise? Well, he's done, to me, it makes more sense to me the way our location makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. And you can see, I, I've made a look at it. I can, I can if I... Sometime I'll look at it, and when we talk, I'll I'll, I'll read it off to you. Where are, where are all the five-star guys? South. Yeah. They're all in the corner. Where are all the guys that are evaluating everybody? Mm-hmm. <laughs> California, yeah. Texas, Florida, Georgia. They're all in the South. And you can't you can't tell me that they, that they, they, they what they're doing is they're trying to find who is the top player uh, you know, in your area, and then they, if, you know, you say Amon Green was when mm-hmm. we got that, and then they we I, I think uh, Dave Gillespie might have been the recruiting coordinator at the time, and he said, "Do you want to know some other names?" They said, "No, we just want to know him." So he's the only guy that was ever evaluated, and he wasn't even evaluated. I I don't even know if they had stars then, mm-hmm. you know. Um, uh, they may, and I, and I think at some time that they weren't able to call the players. I, I'm not sure. I think that's all evolved, yeah. you know, for a while. Because now all of a sudden they're selling magazines and selling everything with all their conversations <laughs> for everybody, and everybody knows what everybody's doing. And I feel sorry for the players. <laughs> Well, that that's right. With with just how global it's become, because of you know films available for for coaches, films available for players to send out. There's camps. I mean, Nebraska's had 
Colorado, Minnesota, Michigan State. I mean, there, there's there's probably eight to ten teams. USC offered a kid in Omaha last week. I mean, so everybody's on to kind of the talent spike yeah. in, in the state right. of Nebraska. And it, it's been kind of a national recruiting thing, but it's it's also really high level locally. Well, if you had if 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 we had a kept on with the in state players and worked kept working at it, and we had some coaches that completely dumped them, mm. um, then then they saw they could get in here and kids will leave, mm-hmm. and that there's some good players and 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 the, of course the best place they go will be the big cities. They're mm. not going to. They're not going to fly around the, the country and drive their car in Nebraska. They're going to fly to somewhere and get a rent a car and go see them and mm-hmm. get out of there. That's that's pretty much what most of the bigger, you know, the schools will do now. Now, the Iowas and the Iowa States and all those that are around the area, they probably have a guy that does it, you know, that maybe has Iowa, and why wouldn't he go into Omaha? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> you know, so... You know, it's become now that you you see guys leaving, they're coming in here like flies, yeah. and it's uh, you know it's our own fault. It sounds like Nebraska's trying to mend that fence. I mean, they've already hit a hundred high schools mm-hmm. uh, since they've got here. But what? what well, the what, money's gonna the money talks to some kids. So yeah, all this stuff, all this new stuff they have is gonna. You might as well just do the best you can, mm-hmm. and, and because I don't think there's, um, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of kids that are just gonna they don't, you know, uh, I think we had one of our kids last year went to Iowa. Now he's going to Kansas State or somewhere, mm-hmm. but I mean he came up with right away. He says, "Oh, it, the people, all the number of people and so forth don't I want." Don't impress me, and I want to go somewhere where they win, mm-hmm. you know. And it, and you know, and and it was a, a you know a, a legacy kid kind of. We his dad played here and all that, and he did nothing but bad mouthes. So, uh, you know, and he still didn't come here. I mean, I don't even know if we approached him after he left Iowa, but I don't know any of that. They may have, but they may have just left him alone. Coach, uh, got about uh, ninety seconds here. In your experience, what what's allowed the connection to be very real with some of the Nebraska coaches and the Nebraska high school coaches? What's that bond and relationship all about? Big time. I th- I think you're you're. It's really important. I think with the in any state, it's very important because you have your clinics tied up in it. You have the ability to come to their campus and watch their practices. Uh, you know, if you're a high school coach, you sure want to go come down to, you know, Nebraska and see their practice or be able to come into the meetings or come in and sit down and do the things, you know. But if you're a guy that maybe, you know, doesn't really care about Nebraska, you'll never come here. So the best thing is these guys can, are, are doing it's coaches turn over just like they do anywhere. So if you get a couple of new coaches within the last two years or at schools, you know, those guys will hook on pretty good because, you know, they want to be, they want to be 
talk to. They want to, they want to be, you know, the, the school to be straightforward with them. I think that being honest with them and tell them about the kids and, be, you know, say, look at this kid. If he could do this, we read each scholarship and now, but we're kind of nervous about his speed and mm-hmm. this and that. And so, <laughs> yeah. you know, there's things you can be straight with them. And most coaches will say, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. You know, they really do. And, um, you know, they, they say, well, it gives me an idea about the kid that, you know, he isn't a kid that Notre Dame or SC or UCLA or any of these schools, you know, Michigan or whoever is going to gonna take because, you know, maybe he doesn't run good enough mm-hmm. or whatever the case is. Charlie McBride with us. Coach, stay uh, stay warm. <laughs> And we'll uh, we'll get through a week uh, without football, but we'll check in next Monday. How's that? Aren't there any All Star games on or anything? There might be, but Are it's they? flag football. Yep. Pro <laughs> <laughs> <Throw> ball, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Thanks for having me. I'll talk to you next week.